everyone. I'm Bonnie Porter, and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly social media podcast from Buffer, covering all the latest stories, insights, experimentation, and learnings to help you and your brand succeed online. Welcome to episode 184. I'm Dave Chapman, and in this episode, we're talking about posting schedules and finding the best times for your business to post on social media. In this episode, we'll be sharing our approach to finding posting times across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. A warm welcome to the show, everyone. Let's kick it off. If you are a social media manager, you've probably looked at best time to post on social media studies to help you decide when to post, or at least to see when it's recommended you post. I know I have, but these studies might not be all that helpful. In the last few years, we've seen more and more studies being published on the best times to post. And at Buffer, we've released our own too. Now, while knowing your best time to post is still very relevant, we've been feeling that it's no longer useful to refer to studies on this topic. And here's why. And despite best intentions, Bad insights can drive poor decision-making and simply going with the best times to post from a study could hinder your marketing efforts rather than help. We still believe the concept of best time to post on social media is very relevant. Even with many platforms using algorithms now, it's important to post at times when your audience is most active and finding the right times to post for your brand can help with that. But we think it's time to shift our focus away from studies on the best time to post on social media. Here's why. Many of these studies suggest best times to post based on aggregated data. And the challenge with this is that the data includes businesses and individuals from different locations and different industries, while your audience is unique to you. It's a bit hard to say that the average best time to post for a wide range of businesses also applies to your business. Here are a couple of examples on why blanket best times won't work for every business. From Matt Rhodes, Head of Strategy at Engine London. Quote, for a brand targeting moms, it might make more sense to create engaging content at 2 a.m. while moms are awake and alone with their babies. For a brand targeting football fans, your research may find that your audience most wants to engage after football matches in the afternoon or evening. That makes sense. Another issue is that many best times to post studies are outdated and social media usage is always changing, right? So insights from a study from 2016 likely isn't too relevant right now in 2020. And even if you find a newer study published in 2019 or 2020, it's worth checking the data sources that the study references as it's quite common for new articles to reference older data. So does this mean that these studies are not at all useful? Well, not entirely. These studies can serve as a great starting point, especially if they back up their suggestions with reason. For example, if you are working on an entirely new social media profile and do not have any data of your own to work with, some studies can come in handy, but they are not a copy and paste blueprint for success. Try to go beyond just taking the best times from the studies and understand why those could be great times to post. Perhaps it's because people are using Facebook while they're commuting to work, or perhaps it's because teenagers are scrolling through Instagram late at night just before they fall asleep. These times can be a great place to begin experimenting. What's more important is to gain a better understanding of your brand's unique audience, such as their social media usage patterns. So let's go through how to find your best time to post on social media while learning about your audience. Social media is becoming increasingly personalized. From being widely considered as a broadcasting channel when it first arrived, social media is becoming a one-to-one and one-to-few channel. 
To provide a personalized experience to your brand's followers, you need to post according to your audience's social media usage behavior. When done right, there's a higher chance of them seeing and engaging with your social media posts, more reach and engagement. Here's how to find your own best time to post on social media. So if you're starting a new social media profile for your business, start with informed guesses. Think about when your audience might be online and interacting with your social media posts. Here are some possibilities. Mornings and evenings during commute time. Lunch breaks. Weekdays for B2B brands and weekends for B2C brands. If you know your target audience and their rough location, you could use that to strengthen your hypotheses. So, for example, if you're a local business in Singapore, you might want to focus on times when people in Singapore are awake. Once you have a handful of times that you feel you'll be able to reach your audience, it's time to test them. To effectively test your guesses, you'll want to post at those particular times a few times. With Buffer Publish's custom posting schedule, you can easily experiment with the times over a period of a few weeks or more. Here's how the posting schedule works. After you set up your posting schedule with several times, every social media post that you add to your queue will fill up the next available time slot in your schedule. You could schedule a few weeks worth of social media posts all at one go, or you can do it on a weekly basis. It's really up to you. This is not truly scientific, but three to four weeks of posting would usually give you enough data to work with and to find your best times. Once you've been posting for a while, you'll want to check your analytics. By studying your past posts, you'll be able to see which day, what post types, and what posting frequency give you the highest engagement rate. Once you have a few weeks worth of data, you can start to analyze your results. To find out the best times to post for your social media account, download your data from the platform or check your Buffer Analyze dashboard and sort your posts by your desired metric, such as likes, impressions, or engagement rate. Then see when the top posts were published or if any times kept coming up for your top posts. Note down the times. These are your current best times to post. So by now, you should have a good sense of the good and the bad times. Go back to your posting schedule in your Buffer Publish dashboard and update it. Keep the good posting times, delete the bad ones, and add a few more experimental times. So how many posting times should you keep and how many to delete? Well, it depends. And again, this isn't very scientific. For a start, you could keep half the posting times and change the remaining half. Once you have run a few rounds of tests and are more certain about your best times to post, you could keep more of an 80-20 ratio. 80% tested times and 20% experimental times. Your best time to post could always be changing as your following grows. If you're comfortable, you could only rerun this timing experiment every quarter or a couple of times per year. The native analytics on the social media platforms can also provide you with helpful data for finding your best times to post. In your Facebook page insights, under the Posts tab, there's a section at the top called When Your Fans Are Online. This tells you the number of fans who are online on each hour of the day for the past week. With this data, you can come up with a few times to test. For example, our Facebook fans seem to mostly be online between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. Eastern time, so we could test a few times within that range. If you have a business profile on Instagram, you'll have data similar to your Facebook insights in your Instagram insights. Look for the followers section in your Instagram insights to see the days and hours when your followers are most active. Just like for Facebook, experiment with a few times when your Instagram followers are most active. When it comes to tweeting, Twitter doesn't provide the same follower data. However, FollowerWonk does. When you sign up for a free account with your Twitter account, you get to analyze accounts with up to 1 million followers. And finding your best time to post on LinkedIn and Pinterest is a little more tricky. Neither LinkedIn or Pinterest shares follower activity data like Facebook and Instagram. 
but no worries at all. With the combination of a spreadsheet and their native analytics, you can still find your best time to post on these platforms. If you head to our show notes, you can check an example spreadsheet and make a copy for yourself. And then whenever you post a LinkedIn or Pinterest, jot down the post, the day and the time. And after a week, go to your LinkedIn or Pinterest analytics and see how your posts performed. For the posts that performed above average, mark a yes under the top post column of the spreadsheet. And after a few weeks, take a look at the times of the top posts. Is there a time that consistently shows up? Posting times are important for reach and engagement, but it's also essential to put in the work and find times that are best for your brand instead of relying on best times to post on social media studies. Every brand has a unique audience. Your audience is likely made up mostly of your customers and your fan, while other brands' audience is made of theirs. What works for other brands might not work for you. So it's important to do your own experimentations to find your best time to post on social media. Thank you so much for tuning into the Science of Social Media today. As always, we deeply appreciate your kind ratings and reviews on iTunes. If you'd ever like to get in touch with myself or Bonnie, we're always here for you on social media at the hashtag Buffer Podcast. You can also send us an email anytime at hello at buffer.com. Looking forward to next Monday, everyone.